Book 5, A Conversation About Running, Liberal Studies, Personal Stories, with Caroline. Hello everyone, welcome to Davito Stories Podcast and the series on the go. I am thrilled to introduce Caroline, who will be sharing her inspiring story with us throughout December on this podcast. The episode was recorded on a snowy day in Northern California. I have had the honor of working with Caroline at a restaurant, where I witnessed her determination. During a 5K event at school, I had the chance to run with Caroline and was once again astonished by her fierce determination. I saw how she maintained the lead during the run and stayed focused on her goal. In the spring semester of 2023, she graduated from college with a bachelor's degree in liberal studies. During this series, She will be sharing her experience about running, traveling, and her field of study. So, well, before we start the podcast, it looks very nice outside. I know, and, I can't believe it's snowing. Yeah. And, well, thank you for being part of the podcast. Of course, thank thanks for, for having me. Mm-hmm. I was talking to your dad last time in the sauna. Mm -hmm. He was in the sauna with me. Yeah. And he was telling me a story of you kind of like, uh, I think you were running. It was kind of like a, a competitive sport. I think they gave you like a, like an award for participating. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> of course he tells you that story. Yeah, so I've been... <laughs> I was raised very competitively, I think, um, because my family is so involved in sports, that's kind of what made me think, oh, you know, like, I always have to win. And there was one time I think they asked me, I don't even remember, I don't know how my dad remembers the story so well, but, oh my gosh, it's embarrassing. But he, they had me compete, I think that I, like, hoped I was the rabbit, so mm -hmm. the rabbit is basically you just lead where they're going to run. And I remember, like, okay, so kindergarten, let me give you a backstory. Kindergarten through eighth grade, I never lost a race. So I would always get first place, like mm -hmm. ribbons. You would get a ribbon if you want. And I remember helping out, and they gave me a participation ribbon. <laughs> and I got so mad. I was like, I don't want a participation ribbon. It's going to mess up my first place ribbons. So I wrote on the participation ribbon, I put, I did not race this. I just want to clarify. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know what I put. I mean, it makes me sound so bad, but that's such an embarrassing story. I can't believe he told you that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not that bad now. Let me just make that clear. <laughs> I actually think it's a it's a good story. Yeah. Because when we when we did the the run, mm -hmm. the three mile run, yeah. the five k, uh -huh. I was running at, at your side and I could see like in your in your side your competitiveness. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, also it doesn't help that my grandpa's the coach, so he was like, "If you beat however many wrestlers you beat, like we're gonna make them do push-ups or something." So my goal <laughs> was to try to beat all of you, of course. Yeah. <laughs> But you did like a three-mile run, like around 18 minutes, I think. Like you did it pretty fast. Yeah, I think it was around 18 minutes. I don't know. I haven't. I hadn't back then. I hadn't ran three miles in a long time, so yeah. I think it was around 18. I don't remember. 
what you got, but I remember asking you. <laughs> yeah, I did around 21. That's still good, yeah. yeah. And you've been running all the time, too, I see, every yeah. year for your birthday. Yeah. That's super cool, I love yeah. that. That is cool. When did you start playing soccer? Like, around what time did you start playing soccer? Yeah, so I was introduced to soccer at a very young age, I think around three or four, I want to say. Uh, my family was heavily involved with soccer, especially my grandpa and aunt, and I think that's kind of what pushed me and my cousins into doing it. Um, as my entire family is from Reading, we all got to grow up playing on soccer teams together, so that was kind of an awesome experience. What's one memory that you remember just playing soccer that, that, that you remember very yeah. well? So when you gave me this question, I was looking at it, and um, I think that it was hard for me to limit all my years of sports to just one memory. It was very challenging for me to think of different one, to, of a different memory. However, I said if I had to choose one, um, it would be the opportunity that I had. I got to play semi-pro soccer at the age of 16, and we actually had a team in Reading. So that was really cool. And how was your journey play, playing with that team? Like, How was your experience inside it? It was a super short season just because there wasn't a lot of people in Reading to play. And I was 16. A lot of them were in their 30s or even older. I mean, my aunt was playing and she's in her 40s now. So that was kind of cool to play with her. But yeah, it was really fun. It was a good experience for me. I think I learned a lot. And I think I um, just got better as a player, not just like physically, physically but mentally as well. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. I miss it. I wish that they had the opportunity again. And, um, well, I would like to talk a little bit about your field of study. We'll jump in, like, almost to the end mm -hmm. of the podcast. Yes. Um, kind of like what field are you studying right now, and what motivated you to pursue that? Yeah, so I'm currently pursuing a bachelor's degree in liberal studies, and I will graduate this May. Originally, I came to Simpson. I w thought I wanted to be a psychologist. I wanted to do sports psychology, but I kind of changed my mind. Let's just say I didn't have a good relationship with one of the professors, so it kind of like discouraged me into wanting to do psychology and pursue it. So I kind of changed my mind, and I wanted to do teaching. And I think that kind of what inspired me to be a teacher is just the love I have for kids and just having the opportunity to help them learn and shape who they are and you're kind of pretty much shaping the future so I think that's really cool and what would you say has been how has your journey in this field been for you like just in the field of liberal studies like like I would say like for example me in communications mm -hmm. um My, my journey, I was originally a Spanish major. Yeah. So I got my A in Spanish. Oh, nice. I didn't know that about you. And then after, when I came here, they didn't have a Spanish major. Mm -hmm. So I was just thinking like, oh, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then my last semester at Fresno City College, I took a class on graphic design. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. And then when I came here, I was like, Well, the computer labs, they're always open, like if you're a student. And so I'm like, oh, like I see the computer labs and I like to be in the computer. I like to sit down and just work with the computer. And with that in mind, I'm like, oh, I love graphic design. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And so that's what motivated me. That was yeah. my journey towards me finding my major. And then as I was doing that, I'm like, oh, I got to start applying this before I graduate. Mm -hmm. And so I started working on the podcast and I started applying what I was learning in, in my classes and just bring it back into the podcast. And so 
kind of like your journey in that, in how you're applying what you're studying to today? Yeah, so I think that I changed my major maybe my sophomore year into teaching. Um, like I said, like what inspired me to do it was definitely my love for children and having the ability to like shape who they are as people. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I used to play school, I guess that's what you call it, and I had like a whiteboard and I would literally sit in my room talking to myself pretty much and pretending I was teaching. So when I started getting into that and I had more opportunities in the classroom to like go and observe teachers, um, my cousin's a teacher, my family friends are teachers, so I had a lot of opportunities to go and observe them teach and I kind of think that's what pushed me and motivated me more to like, wow, I really want to do this. Like this seems really motivational. I think just having the ability um, especially being from Reading to know people and know teachers. And I think it's a lot easier for me to get the experience and the observations that I needed to become a teacher. So Yeah, I see that. Yeah. It's, um, it's something like once you're already involved in it, it just mm -hmm. makes it easier to grow. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And I think because I was fortunate enough to know people and having grown up in Reading, it was easier for me to get more involved. Sometimes growing up in a in a in a small town, mm -hmm. sometimes you want to live things like yeah. that. Have you ever had that in your life? Like, oh, I want to go see how this place is like. <laughs> um, I haven't. I wouldn't say that. I think that I did want to go somewhere like different for college. I definitely like like we started this podcast. I'm very competitive, so I always thought I need to go to a D1 school. I need to like be the best at what I'm going to do. And I think that kind of changed as I got older. I realized, you know, I really love my family. I love being here. I, I like Reading. I like it here. So I haven't really wanted to move. I think it, I think I'd rather just travel, but stay in Reading. And as you mentioned your family, I would like to dive into the next topic. Mm -hmm. um, we, you already shared to us some family stories. And yeah. one has been competitive. Um, You know, what is one, I, I kind of know this answer, mm -hmm. but <laughs> what is one thing that your family is known for? <laughs> And you can say something that nobody knows. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I'll say the most obvious first. And I would say that my family is most known for sports or my aunt and uncle's um, business, NorCal Reynolds. Um, I think that having my entire family on my dad's side growing up in Reading and a majority of us playing sports or coaching sports definitely made our name get out there. From playing soccer to basketball, track, volleyball, softball, tennis, swimming, snowboarding, you pretty much name the sport. And my grandpa coaching wrestling, I think sports are a huge part of who we all are today. Um, and as for my aunt and uncle's business, uh, I'm super proud of how much they accomplished. And I definitely think that they've put a name out there for our family as well. Um, I honestly don't know what my family wouldn't be known for besides those two. <laughs> was that what you were thinking that we were known for? Yes, I was thinking sports. Sports, and, definitely, but, yeah. Then, yeah. What about traveling? I, I know you, you travel a lot with your family. Mm -hmm. You know, when did you travel your first time? And travel my first time, oh my yeah, gosh. That, uh, that's a hard question. <laughs> that is a hard... I remember my dad telling me, since my dad tells stories, I guess I'll tell uh -huh. stories about him. Um, <laughs> I remember my dad and mom, I think... I don't remember how young I was. I think I was a baby, and they... They were driving somewhere. I honestly can't remember. I want to say, I mean, my dad's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I want to say it was either Idaho or Washington. And I just remember they told me that I cried the whole way there, which if you know how far it is to get there, I think it's like 10 hours to get to each place. So I remember 
them telling me stories that I cried the whole way there and the whole way back pretty much. So I don't think ever since then I haven't really liked traveling in the car. But my favorite place to travel to with my family would probably be Coos Bay in Oregon. Um, We actually have a dune house down there. It's my aunt and uncle's house. And um, as a family, we all try to get together as much as we can. And we get to ride razors around the dunes. We spend time on the beach. We relax. And um, I'm thankful that we have that opportunity to take time away from our everyday lives and spend time with the most important people in our family. How is it that town over there? Like, you know, that that area like how is the people how are the houses like how is the nature around the nature there's a lot of sand i can tell you that Uh, it's on the dunes um i always like the weather it's super i mean sometimes it rains but it's super cool it's windy it's nice um the people honestly we don't leave the house too much just because their house is literally right on the dunes or by the lake so there's not really a reason to leave But I wouldn't say the people are too much different from Reading. It's a smaller town, mm-hmm. so it's nice. Um, are there any good places that you can go and eat? <laughs> Things um, like that. What is there? I know there used to be a really good Chinese food restaurant, but I think that they closed down, unfortunately. And then there's also like this bar kind of thing. I remember not being allowed in there since I wasn't 21, and I was like, I just want to eat the food. Like I don't want to do anything <laughs> else. But the bar actually has really good food, so we always try to go there a lot and like watch the football games or watch whatever's on TV. And wow, you answered to me all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> What else do we have? I know, I told you. I'm like, I talk fast. I hope I can go as long as an hour, but yeah. they can keep coming up with stuff along the way. Yeah, well, we'll just think about one question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since I know uh, Coach Rod is a wrestling coach, mm-hmm. were you ever, like, you know, when you were growing up, did they, did they ever tell you, like, oh, you should go wrestle or <laughs> something like that? <laughs> I actually get asked that question a lot. Um, yeah, I would say my grandpa definitely tried pushing me to do wrestling. However, I never wanted to. Um, he used to make me and my little cousins wrestle, and I just remember <laughs> grabbing, like, my cousin Date and Daniel, and I'd grab them both at the same time and, like, throw them on the ground, and I'd be like, oh, I beat you guys. Like, but I never really was interested in doing wrestling. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I think just because I, I don't know, I had to watch it all the time. My brother wasn't wrestling. My grandpa was coaching it. My dad would help, so I never really, I wanted to do my own thing, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's normal to kind of, like, pursue something different than mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing yeah i yeah. think that's kind of what got me i mean my family's known for soccer as well but i think that's kind of what got me into track and field just because no one really did track and field so i was like you know i'll try it Thank you for tuning in to our first episode, sharing the story of Caroline. I'll see you guys again next Monday on our second episode with Caroline.